Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we come to you live a whole bunch of hours a week. And if you want to find out where those hours are and what stations uh, we do the show, you can go to our website, www. It's like triple W. That's what we say now. Triple W, right, no, we Mr. Benny? We just what don't do we use say? it anymore. We don't use it anymore, do nah, we? If you we keep de- using... We've taken it out of commercials, too. I know. If you keep using it, you're still under a rock. I mean, honestly, how long has computers and internet been around for a That's while? That's why I've got my guest today least, to help me get well, out from under oh, the okay. rock. I don't want to put you know, him underneath the rock. No, no, I no, no. But Dave, David Emerald's <laughs> okay. here to help me get out from under good, the rock. Good, 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 good. Okay, so I will try it again. Right. If you want to find out more about us, yeah, what you can go and do, look, I can't even say it. Like okay, really take weird. three. Okay. Stay or scene one, take three, right. and go. Bam! Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Nope. If you want to find Dr. Out- Pat Show. <laughs> Take four. David, help me. <laughs> Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, we come to you a whole lot of hours a week. And if you want to find out more about us and where we are and when we're on, you can go to drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. Yippee, skipping. Cut, print. That's a wrap, folks. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm like all red and stuff. And, you know, it would happen on a day when David M. That's David where I got to yell makeup. Makeup! To, to today. I'll be in my trailer. No, and, you know, and it's a good thing I put deodorant on today. That was a good one. Thank you. Well, we're going to be talking about... <laughs> We're going to be talking about a lot of things today, but we're going to be talking about making shift happen, moving beyond drama and into resourceful and empowered living. Uh, David Emerald is joining us here today, and I've got his book right in front of me. Really cool stuff. Uh, you're going to hear about the power of Ted, the empowerment dynamic. Uh, that's, you know, Ted. I call it Ted. That's, you know, that that's what we call it. But you're going to hear from David what Ted really is. But beyond all of that, we're talking about change we're talking about shift and you know beyond the drama what does that mean that means there is a slide and glide that can happen in the the name of change and transformation okay i don't know why in all of the things that i've done in organizations everything about it says you've got to have a crisis there's got to be something that like kills you and shakes you up before you can actually change i can't wait to hear what david has to say about this you know if it's not about drama then what would happen to the tnt channel i don't know but this is more about turning that tnt channel off in your mind in your lives in your hearts and you know honestly as a follow up to dr darvish When she said, get the stress out of your life, part of this is how to create these amazing shifts, the work that David has done, and do it in a way, wow, joy. What would happen if peace and joy broke out? Let me tell you a little bit about David. Uh, Beyond being the author of The Power of Ted, he is one of the most sought-after consultants that uh, we know of that's helping people get through this idea of shift and change. He serves as an executive coach on the faculty 
of the Executive Integral Leadership Program, and that's an innovative program for executive MBA students and beyond. Uh, he holds a master's degree in applied behavioral science from Wright State University. They actually rejected me, but that's okay. I don't take it personally. Uh, but he's joining us here today. He is an innovator. And he's created the TED framework, uh, and so many others now are picking it up. As a matter of fact, it has been selected to be part of the University of Notre, Dame, Notre Dame's Management and Leadership Certificate e-learning program. So today, you're going to get some insight to the kind of change that most people want to experience. You know, beyond being the founder or co-founder of the Bainbridge Leadership Center, you know, he is also someone that understands organizational leadership, understands self-leadership, understands what it means to change and shift and grow. And so today's show, beyond giving away several copies of this book, is to help all of us understand how to move beyond that victim orientation of why me to that place of empowerment. David, thank you for joining us here today. Dr. Pat, it's delightful to be here. This is really, really cool. It's a big topic. Uh, And I I would love for you to talk. I had a great show last night with a gentleman named Stuart Pierce, and Mm. he talked about the power of our voice. Uh, yes. And mm-hmm. what that means. Mm-hmm. And and so much of what we get stuck in is why me, woes me, mm-hmm. the economy's bad, and this toughness that is associated mm-hmm. with change. Does it have to be like this? It doesn't have to be like this. And I love the notion of voice because, to me, what we give our voice to, whether we give our voice to problems in our lives, whether we give our voice to that which we're reacting to, or do we give our voice to the outcomes that we want to create, what it is that we care most deeply about? And that really is what TED is all about, what the empowerment dynamic is all about. It's making the shift from giving our voice to those aspects of life that we feel victimized by to uh, giving voice to what it is that we want to create. You know, this is um, for so many people. This is really both a challenge and an opportunity Absolutely. to step up to something new. You know, David, I'm so glad you're here today, Um, and uh, I've gotten several emails uh, over the past couple weeks from people that, you know, basically are looking at their lives and even looking at day-to-day disappointments and saying, I'm done, I'm giving up. What the heck is this give up thing about? Well, actually, there is an opening that happens when we do give up and i'm i'm gesturing up uh, can you see him all on the camera here because he's he's not giving up like you know throw the towel in he's like up yes giving yeah. giving up and surrendering to frankly the reality that there are things in our lives that are problems are situations that in order to transcend, we have to surrender the resistance. We have to res- uh, surrender the uh, trying to push through. And in- we transcend by really stepping back and asking, what is it that we really want? One of the r- core aspects of the victim role, which is at the center of what I call the victim orientation, is that we feel victimized. We take kind of this poor me attitude when... Uh, there are challenges and problems in our lives, and behind every victim, there is a dream or desire that has been denied or thwarted. 
And that one of the ways that we transcend, one of the ways that we make shift happen is to be able to identify what is it that is behind my reaction to the problem that I really care about. Um, Give you a very mundane example. I do travel a lot. Uh, A number of months ago, I traveled from the Seattle area Pacific time zone to uh, a hotel in actually Traverse City, Michigan, uh-huh. and got in about uh, 10 o'clock at night and knew I was going to be on at 8 o'clock the next morning, so I uh, told myself I was going to uh, try to go to sleep early. Of course, 10 o'clock at night is 7 o'clock body time for us here on the West Coast, and finally about 1 o'clock in the morning, East Coast time, I finally started to fall asleep. And about 15 minutes later, some guys came into the room next door, loud, obviously drunk, uh, tried to jiggle the door in between our two rooms. And in that moment, I felt victimized. Now, in the scheme of the universe, not a huge victimization, but I felt victimized. And the dream or desire of a good night's sleep was being denied or thwarted. So uh, just a very mundane example of when we have disappointments, one of the things we can do is to say, what is it that I really care about? And what is it that I really want to be in motion toward and to put our focus there? You know, and I love this. It's really kind of interesting. I have a friend who is a top sales guy on the East Coast. And he's been, well, what is the word? It's not an enigma to me, but he's been of curiosity. Mm -hmm. I've learned so much from him. And one of the things that he shared with me recently, because I called him and I said, how are you doing? He said, never better. Hmm. And, you know, you don't expect that. Not in this economy. No. And I said, are you serious? He said, oh, yeah. He said, you know, we have had to learn new conversations and approaches with people. And I I said to him, how do you deal with all of the people that say no? Mm -hmm. He said, who says no? Right. And I was like. What do we, what do you, what do you say? Now, you know, people are saying no to him. Sure. Right. Right. But can you see what his response to me? I was stunned and I thought, wow, this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. What is it that he has from your, the, from the power of Ted? How would you characterize somebody that, I mean, he's not in denial. Sure. But you understand what he said. Right. And it's kind of the same way with how you would handle that situation. And all. I mean, I, I, I don't think you picked up your suitcase and started to bang it on the wall there, David, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. And, and in fact, I'll, I'll tell you what I did do, and then I'll, I'll okay. answer your question about well, your friend. Good. Is that what I did do is I said, okay, I want a good night's sleep. I'm going to give this 15 minutes. And if... Um, you know, in my normal reacting, I would have either pounded on the door or, you know, I'm going to go talk to them. And I said, you know, I'm going to stay centered. I'm going to give this 15 minutes. If they're still noisy, I'll call the front desk. And about 10 minutes in, they quieted. Actually, they left the room and they quieted down and uh, I was fine for the rest of the night. So part of what I was doing in that case and what I suspect that your friend is doing is that he's first and foremost focusing on the outcome, which is to make the sale. And I do enough work with salespeople to know that it's about what's the what's the product and or service that they're that they are offering to the prospect, to the right. potential customer. And a no becomes a learning point. It's like it so does. so if the answer is no, why is that? How can I learn from that? And how do I take that into account when I talk to someone else about the possibility of buying from me? 
So every no is actually a yes to learning. Absolutely. And when we come back, let's talk more about that and how the power of TED helps us understand that. Because this is a huge, huge area in terms of whether that change or shift is going to be one we look forward to or one we wish we've never had. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll be right back with David Emerald and the Dr. Pat Show. We've got copies of The Power of Ted to give away really, really cool stuff in here. We've got three of them to give away, and they are autographed, by the way. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. So I turn myself to face me, but I've never caught a glimpse. For pet parents who value quality natural nutrition, Wellness Natural Food for Dogs and Cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen, authentic ingredients in every recipe they make. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose, never any empty calories. You can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness, from their source to your pet's bowl. To learn more about the difference wellness pet foods can make, and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you, go to wellnesspetfood.com. Behind every complaint is a commitment. Have you heard yourself complaining today? Do you hear others complaining? When anyone complains, they are adopting the role of victim. They would not complain if they were not feeling victimized. David Emerald's book, The Power of Ten, observes that a victim is someone who has a dream or desire that has been denied. If they didn't care, they wouldn't complain. Ted is the empowerment dynamic, which is a way of thinking being and taking action that begins with shifting your attention from that of a victim to that of a creator. So if you find yourself complaining, the first steps is to reconnect with the dream, desire, and what you care about. Focus on the outcome you want. For example, if someone cuts in front of you on the highway, shift your focus away from them to your own safe driving. And then the next time you hear someone complaining, ask yourself, what is the commitment behind the complaint? And speak to them about caring. Focusing on what you want is the way of the creator. Unsure if your diet is getting the essential vitamins and minerals needed to function optimally? Eat the rainbow. Every color provides your body with different nutrients and phytochemicals, chemicals found in plants. A poor diet lacking the recommended nutrients combined with a sedentary lifestyle can lead to developing risk factors for chronic diseases like obesity, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and cancer. Each day, try to eat at least five different colors of fruits and vegetables. For example, dark green leafy vegetables, kale, collard greens, and deep orange colored fruits and vegetables, apricots, sweet potatoes, carrots, are excellent sources of vitamin A. Fruits and vegetables contain fiber, which can encourage weight loss goals by helping to control hunger. This tip has been brought to you by Danica Ofelt, RDCD, specializing in weight loss and disease prevention using a non-diet approach at Access Wellness Center, Real Healing Naturally. Call today, 425-251-6625 to book your customized nutrition counseling appointment. E-Cloth, the only cleaning solution you'll ever need. E-Cloth's fiber function does the cleaning, not a chemical reaction. Also, no paper towels or chemicals to buy, so you'll save lots of money. And E-Cloths are guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. The whole time safer for you, your family, the environment, and saving you lots of money. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. I'm much too fast to take that test. Change it. Change it. want to be a richer man. 
I love David Bowie. Oh, my gosh. I'm such like a David Bowie fan. Isn't that kind of strange? I saw David Bowie like in my early years. How's that strange? My ute. Your ute? And- I, I, my ute. <laughs> but I, how's that strange, though? Well, I just, I don't really listen. I don't really pull him out and listen to it oh, because okay. we've gotten so far away from the whole CD thing, right? That I need to put him in my little iPod. There you go. Now that's today. that's a change that today. was somewhat painful right? for me. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> because uh yeah, yeah, that was a whole new learning experience. Uh David Emerald joining me here today. We're talking about shift and change. I want to let everybody know we've got three copies, uh autograph copies of his incredible book, The Power of Ted, to give away. And we're gonna talk about what Ted is here in a minute. Um but before we do, I also want to mention that, you know, you have a webinar coming up. Correct. And so can we take a few minutes to tell people about the webinar, what it is, and hopefully they'll learn some of, about some of what we're talking about today. Sure. The webinar is being offered in July. I think it's July, July 19th through 22nd. I have 12th through 15th. 12th through 15th. I'm sure that's okay. correct. Good. And the, the webinar will take place over four days, and it really focuses on what I call the TED Foundation. So, so it's the basic uh, models, the basic frameworks, the mental models, uh, helping people uh, learn more about the victim versus creator orientation, about the dreaded drama triangle and the roles and relationships that are involved with that and how to shift into TED, which is the empowerment dynamic. And then very important to me, uh, partly because of my organizational background, is also equipping people with a tool for taking action, which I call dynamic tension. And how do we harness dynamic tension in order to create outcomes in our lives? So that's really what the TED Foundation's webinar is going to be covering. I I love this because, you know, we're really talking about this today. I mean, it's really interesting. The whole idea of no has come up now for me over the past two weeks. And it's not just been about sales. And it's been about a couple of other things that people have shared with me. Um, You know, kind of like I mentioned to you about right, you you know, having sent my application and gotten a no from Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. But every no I got helped me get to the school I was meant to go to. Which happened to be the first, my number one school on my list, Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. But I could have kind of fallen to this, all of the no's that I got from all of the universities around the country. Sure. And I think one of the basic questions to ask ourselves is, are we allowing the no's in our lives to become reasons for us to, in a sense, succumb to our victimhood? Or do we take it as, uh, again, a learning point? One of the aspects of TED is TED is rooted in a particular what I call orientation or approach to life where we put our focus on the outcomes that we want to, we want to create. Like I want to go to a, a school that has this kind of program uh, that as we focus on what we want, what it engages is our passion, our desire, our love for that outcome that we want to see manifest in our lives. And then this is really important, Dr. Pat, and that is the action that we take is whatever the next step is or what I call the, the next baby step is that helps us get closer to or clearer about the vision or outcome that we're trying to create. And the reason why that's important is that each no that we experience helps us get either closer to or clearer about the outcome that we want to create. So a no can actually bring uh, greater clarity. And in your case, the no that you received from Wright State got you closer to what your actual uh, highest uh, outcome was, which was to get into your first choice school. Right. And it's interesting because I didn't believe enough in myself. Honestly, this is the deal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
since we're having true confessions here with here you, David. I didn't believe enough in myself that I would actually get into mm-hmm. the school that I wanted. I mean, you know, Claremont was, you know, the top Great of school. my list, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an area that I wanted to study. And I loved their program. And Peter Drucker was there in the Drucker deal, yes. you know. Well, sure. He's not with us anymore, but he was there when what I was guru. there. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I didn't believe I could get there. So what do you think I did? I sent my application to like 30 or 40 other universities. Just all for backup. They all said no. Right. Why do you think that is? Because the one that you wanted said yes. (laughs) But boy, it was really hard. It was hard on me. And actually, Claremont put me on a waiting list for a year because I was so late. Since I was sending all of these other things out, I had missed the deadline. Um, How do we embrace that no Mm -hmm. using the power of TED? And for those of you out there, we do have three autographed copies to give away. Let me give you our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. And if you've got questions for David, uh, we'd love to help you out. I mean, if you've got a bunch of no's coming up in your life and you want some real-time help today, we want to help you. But in the meantime, we do have three autographed copies of the book to give away, 1-800-930-2819. One nine. So in the scheme of things and in in the the dynamic, the Mm -hmm. empowerment dynamic, you mentioned the victim, the persecutor and the rescuer. And I want to understand how those work, especially in creating change. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, um, let me just give you a little bit of background of where those roles and the framework comes from. I can't wait. It comes from. Is this from an autobiography? Um, actually, there's a bit of autobiography I'm happy to share with you. It was actually first articulated by Dr. Stephen Cartman, who was an early pioneer in transactional analysis. And um, and he identified, frankly, looking at fairy tales and the whole notion of drama in our culture. And he realized that every drama has the interplay between three roles. The primary role is the role of the victim. The In order to be a victim, one must have a persecutor. And as the dynamic between the persecutor and the victim gets engaged, what the victim then starts either hoping for or looking for is a rescuer who's going to come in and kind of save the day. And uh, and we see that drama in so many aspects of our lives and in our cultures. And it really is, uh, I think, in a lot of ways, the default set of relationship dynamics that uh, so many of us experience. And... One of the things I also want to point out is the persecutor, when Dr. Cartman articulated this, he was talking specifically about human relationships. But what I've come to see is the persecutor does not have to be a person. Persecutor could be a condition. It could be a health condition. Okay. Uh, It could be a circumstance like um, an oil spill in the Gulf or uh, affecting my livelihood. So the persecutor could be a person, a condition, or a circumstance. And when I experience a persecutor, the the real core question that Ted is here to help people wrestle with and make a shift around is, do I meet that persecutor in a way that reinforces my victimhood, or do I choose to see that person, condition, or circumstance as what I call a challenger that has come into my life to um, prompt me to spark learning, growth, and development on my behalf? And so, again, back to this notion of no, I can see a no as a persecutor, 
or I can, uh, as a creator, which is the core, uh, as the antidote to the role of victim is the role of creator, as I shift into uh, really owning my capacity as a creator, I can see the known less as a persecutor and more as a challenger that uh, is causing me to learn, grow, develop in response to that no. So we get to choose, right? It's all about choice. It is. And, but sometimes it's really difficult, you know, especially if you're like me and, and like a, a few people that I know here recently, uh, and unlike my buddy on the East Coast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember him telling me, and David, I would love for you to talk about this, because this is so much a part of individual change right now, mm-hmm. community change and global change. Yes. Right? Exactly. I mean, you mentioned the Gulf. There are, there are more no's going on right now around that oil spill than you could shake a stick at. You bet. Well, and in fact, if, if we can just stick with that as a very uh, topical example yeah. of the drama triangle, is that there are many, many people who are, in fact, being victimized. And it's very important, I think, to distinguish between what I call victimization and victimhood. Victimization is something that we all experience from time to time. When I couldn't get to sleep, I was being victimized. There are plenty of people and plenty of species that are being victimized by this oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. That is distinct, though, from victimhood, which is a a self-identity, a way of being in the world that says, oh, I'm powerless, there's nothing I can do, oh, poor me. And what Ted challenges is victimhood, while acknowledging the reality of victimization. So it does come back to choice. When I'm victimized, how do I choose to respond? If I'm in victimhood, I say, there's nothing I can do. I'm powerless. Um, Whereas in the empowerment dynamic, I can choose my response. But back to the DDT, to the dreaded drama triangle, is that uh, clearly, whether it's BP or Transocean or Halliburton, uh, as who's cast as the persecutor, so many people being victimized, and then hoping that, whether it's President Obama, that somebody's going to emerge as the rescuer who's going to fix it all. And the reality is that that what we are facing is a long-term reality that there is apparently no quick fix to. And so my encouragement to the people on the Gulf would be, so how do you choose to respond, and where mm. do you choose to put your, your focus while not denying the victimization? Um, but as a creator, how do you choose to respond? How do you choose to go forward? Uh, certainly for a lot of those folks, it is um, getting their applications into BP to be compensated for their loss of livelihood, et cetera. And then once they have that, comp- that, that compensation, if I were in a coaching relationship with them, I'd say, okay, so given this current reality, how do you choose to move forward? Or, right. Or do you let this situation, um, do you succumb to that sense of victimhood? Because part of this, and, and let's talk about this when we come back, okay. how we respond, and I want to hear it from your point of view, does how we respond to a current no, whatever that is, mm-hmm. how does that affect the next time we approach the opportunity or the situation mm-hmm. like my buddy on the east coast he doesn't even have the word is not even you, you can't even say it to him mm-hmm. and i will tell you i know how many times people say to him we're not interested sure. or whatever that is but it's not even in his consciousness so i want to know from you through the power of ted mm-hmm. how those choices we make affects the next incident mm-hmm. in our life whatever that is stay tuned we'll be right back with the dr pat show i think we still have more books to give away 
Oh, we have one. Very good, Benny. Uh, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you an autographed copy of The Power of Ted. And if you have questions for the show today, if there's a no in your life that you want to get some help with, give us a shout. But in the meantime, let's give you a copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Don Brecky. I chose two years ago to get on the Take Shape for Life program. I've lost 30 pounds and kept it off over two years. I have more energy. I get out of bed without backaches. It's been a life changer. Hi, I'm Dale Gardner. With the Take Shape for Life program, me and my wife lost 90 pounds together. And that was two years ago, and we feel great. Get healthy with the Take Shape for Life program. Get clinically tested products from Metafast and support from a free certified health coach. Visit simpletolose.com to learn more. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with E-Cloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com, and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's ecloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Today's tip is brought to you by David Emerald, author of The Power of Ted. Call a timeout every now and then. Set your watch to remind yourself every two hours to take a look at your intentions and actions. Have you been focusing on reacting to problems or creating outcomes? Have you been responding from the victim role of the drama triangle or the creator role of the empowerment dynamic? Take time out to review your intentions and choices, making sure that you are, indeed, focused on creating the outcomes you want in your life. That is the way of a creator. Here's to the creator in you. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Do you want to prosper by using good timing to work in harmony with the universe? Each year, show host Madeline Gerwick provides a new good timing guide so you can know the best times for all your important activities. To order the new 2011 Good Timing Guide, just go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. And click on the Polaris Store or call 877-524-8300 to get your 2011 Good Timing Guide today. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, thank you so much for all your calls. Phones ringing way off the hook. That's because, as as 
last time we had David, they did as well. I want to make sure you all know how to find out more about the upcoming webinar, the TED Foundations webinar, which is July 12th through the 15th. Um, and you can do that really easily by uh, going to uh, powerofted.com. So that's powerofted.com. And you'll see a seminar section there. But more importantly, um, browse around the website. There's just lots and lots and lots of information. Uh, this work that David does and his team is so about all of us understanding the empowerment dynamic hence Ted, uh, but more importantly, being able to live every day of every life in this absolutely place of amazement. And so we're, ta- we're talking about uh, some of the things that uh, David does, the work he does, but more importantly, we're talking about it because every one of us knows what, it, what it's like to experience disappointment, David, don't you think? Absolutely. It's part of the human condition. And some things are really horrific. Yes, and so let's not blow, you know, you said that, to, right. Yeah, I, I said what I share with you during the break is that I am not at all Pollyannish about the realities that many people face at times in their life. And we talked about the you know, the old adage of, you know, it's a glass half empty or it's a glass, glass half full. And to me, the reality is that glass is both. It's both half empty and it's half full. And do we choose, where do we choose to uh, put our focus. Are we trying to drain the glass or are we trying to fill the glass? Um, it's asking the question of what is it that we really want? And that's really the question. I mean, you know, for all, for many of us, we want to change. Right. I mean, clearly, you know, if we're getting um, a bunch of no's in our lives, and it's not always about, um, and you actually are going to share a story. Um, it, it's, it's not necessarily always about the obvious, right? Exactly. I, I try, you know, I Send an application out to school. Okay, that didn't work. It's not always that obvious. Uh, but it really does call for us to take a different path. Otherwise, everything becomes personal. Right. And it really is about how do we choose to respond to that. One of my favorite quotes uh, is that what determines our destiny is not the hand we're dealt. It's how we play the hand. And the way to play the hand is to see reality for what it is. And to act accordingly. And the story that you referenced that I share with you during the break, I actually, I, I may butcher the story a little bit, but uh, actually was uh, the setup for an article that was on businessweek.com that uh, included um, a real reference and built on uh, TED as a framework. But they started with the story of uh, two, and I've since found this is a pretty classic story in the sales world, but of two different shoe salesman who went into a third world country uh, looking at moving uh, their products into the third world country. And the reality was in this country that a lot of people did not wear shoes. And one salesperson came back and said, this is not a market for us because nobody wears shoes. The second salesperson came back and said, boy, do we have a lot of opportunity for growth. And same reality, but how they chose to interpret it and how they chose to respond to that reality was the difference between, in a sense, being a victim and saying, eh, we, I can't have what I want, uh, which is to sell shoes in this case, and uh, a creator that says, ah, look at this current reality. We've got all kinds of opportunity. It really is kind of interesting. And so then it really begs the question, you know, how do we learn how to do this? Because, you know, if you're someone like me who had a dream since I was mm-hmm. 23 years old to go to school, um, didn't really know that that dream was because I would have a radio show called The Dr. Pat Show. Right. Honestly, 
had no idea. But, you know, the universe had a different plan for me. Um, and I had to go through some really hard times mm-hmm. and disappointments. As have I, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, how has this showed up in your life? And, and, you know, basically, what did you learn in terms of how we can learn a different way to respond? Because sure. I think that's the key for a lot of folks. So let me tell you a bit of my story and where actually the genesis of TED came from. And it was actually began probably about 20 years ago. I'll make this short, but it's not a 20-year-long story. But about 20 years ago, and part of what the character of David in this fable called The Power of TED is facing is actually autobiographical. What was going on in my life was within the course of 18 months, I experienced the passing of my father, who was quite young, was 64 at the time. I had a very close relationship with, very healthy relationship with, I was very grateful for. He passed away. A few months after that, um, my wife and I at the time had been um, trying to get pregnant, and we weren't, and long story short, found out that uh, I was declared medically infertile. And as a result of that, over a number of months, my, the marriage fell apart. So in 18 months, my dad passed away, found out I couldn't have kids, and my marriage failed. One of the healthiest things I did was I sought out the, the services of a therapist and started doing some work. And that's where I really first found out about uh, Cartman's drama triangle the, and the roles of victim, persecutor, rescuer. And it was what I call a blinding flash of the obvious in that once I, I learned of that model, I saw how much of my life... I was living from a victim orientation that that I was played all three roles in different aspects of my life. And one morning I was sitting doing just what I call my quiet time, uh, prayer, meditation, uh, oftentimes in those those early morning hours doing some journaling. And I said a prayer. And in that prayer, I just remember having my eyes closed and saying, okay, God, I'm ready to surrender. I'm ready to let go of my victim stance in the world. But I need to know what's the opposite of victim. And I knew the answer couldn't be persecutor or rescuer. And in that contemplative space, what I immediately got back was the answer of creator being the opposite of victim. And I remember my eyes flying open. I went, wow. I'm not sure what I expected, but that word was not the word that I expected as the the opposite or the antidote to the role of victim. And what are the implications of that for my life? Mm. And that really was the beginning of many years of really just living in the inquiry, if you will, living in the question of what are the implications and what does it mean to live my life as a creator, as my core essence, rather than victim as my stance in life. And I continue to experiment with it. I don't want you to think for a minute that I've got it nailed and that that I don't go into my own reactivity and find myself in those roles from time to time. But I can honestly say that I do live my life much more um, consciously and much more consistent, consistently as a creator, uh, as a challenger, as a coach, those being the, the roles that are bound up in the empowerment dynamic, the roles of creator, coach, and challenger. I wanted to ask you about triggers because I know you talk about that as well. And thank you so much, David, for sharing that story mm-hmm. uh, because I think for most of us that are doing the work that we do, we've got a story like that. I mean, you know, crust busting was created because I was a big old crusty thing and (laughs) didn't have a term for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are things that will pop up from time to time, uh, even for me, Mm -hmm. you know, now where, wow, I thought I was done with that. And something like maybe not even happening to me, maybe something that Mm -hmm. might happen to Valerie happens. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, 
and I'm hot flashing about it. Right. How do we deal with those triggers? And are they also there mm-hmm. to learn us, uh, to teach us? Mm-hmm. Because maybe today's no is hitting something that's very old, but it's in a, right. it's really causing us to walk away from something that we really need to learn. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if the reaction to the no is to just um, flee. To leave. Quit. To leave. Quit is my term because I I know the Mm -hmm. term quit Mm -hmm. really well. Right. See, there are three basic reactive strategies uh, that are bound up in the victim orientation. One is is fight. You know, I resist it. I'm going to fight my way through it. Yeah. Um, One is to flee. So to quit. And the other is to freeze. It's just kind of stand still. And then eventually we go toward either the fight or the flight. And... um, how we uh, when we experience a no to be able to to stop in a sense freeze in a in the positive sense and say okay i feel triggered i feel this familiar feeling how do i now choose to respond and what is it that i want to move toward rather than what is it i want to get away from because so much of our focus in the victim orientation is on what we don't want and what we don't like and then reacting to it and so a no the various ways it shows up in our lives, it's frankly something that we don't want. But are we going to stay focused on that no? Or like your friend on the East Coast, are we going to take that no as a learning point, as a choice point, and to learn from that no to help us get clearer about the yes that we want to go after in our lives? There's no question about it. I mean, you know, what I've learned from him, and he's really a cool guy, um, what I've learned from him uh, are so many elements that you refer to, but, you know, I don't want to have to go through the trials and tribulations here, David. You know what I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. is if we can learn the power of Ted, then it will help us not have to go through the disappointment, disappointment, Mm -hmm. disappointment. Or at least not to stay stuck nearly as there you long. Go. Because, again, I'm not Pollyannish. There are going to be times oh, where yeah. we have disappointments. There are going to be times that we get hooked, that we get triggered. And to be able, to me, the measure of progress is, do I become aware of it quicker? And am I able to make a empowered choice faster? And, um, you know, my experience and what I talk about in workshops is that as long of the, as the ratio of growth is two steps up to every one step back, I'm making progress. I love that. That's true, isn't it? It really is true. I want to make sure everybody has the website. We're going to be, uh, we'll be right back. Powerofted.com forward slash seminars. We'll get you the information about the webinar on July 12th, but go to powerofted.com and lots of information. When we come back, we'll be talking about this idea of creating our lives. How do we then craft out the vision, the intention, and how are we able to fulfill our destiny, our dreams, even if we do get a few no's now and then? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Chuck Norris. And no, not that Chuck Norris. About a year ago, I got on the Take Shape for Life program, and I've lost 170 pounds. When I got on the Take Shape for Life program, I just set myself a goal. I decided I was going to go skydiving, but weighing 355 pounds, it was never an option. I hit 185 pounds, 
and decided to take the leap. Lose the weight and live life on your terms. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with E-Cloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's ecloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. For pet parents who value quality natural nutrition, Wellness Natural Food for Dogs and Cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen, authentic ingredients in every recipe. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose, and you can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. To learn more about the difference wellness pet food can make and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you, go to wellnesspetfood.com. That's wellnesspetfood.com. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. Everybody, welcome back. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And yeah, we can take some calls if you've got questions. 1-800-930-2819. And we're talking with David Emerald. We're talking about the power of TED. But more importantly, we're talking about change and life and how you can handle it. And what do no's mean? Are they really a no? David, thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, my pleasure. 
Uh, make sure you go to powerofted.com. Now, there's there's kind of a little story I, I just need to drop in because I want you to comment okay. on this. This guy that I mentioned, my buddy on the East Coast, when he first got this job many years ago, he almost got fired in the first six months mm. of this job. Huge failure. Huge. If you were to measure sales results, mm-hmm. and you know in, in corporate America, if you are really in a corporate sales position, there is no, how you doing, buddy? I know this is training. That, that doesn't go on. It's like you have this to sell, and you must sell it. Are you making your numbers? It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Are you making your numbers? Huge. Failed. You know, six months, and it was like, oh, my gosh. You know, so I asked him about that. He said he kept a journal of every no. I'm not, I don't like the, I'm not going to use the word failure, okay. but he kept a journal of every no. Little, little mm-hmm. short. We didn't have iPod. We didn't have texting, but he kept a little note. And every time he got a, a response, it was something he wrote down that said, in this transaction, I should have let this person know what the cost was. In this transaction, I should have really found out who the decision maker was. By the end of six months, what he had done is he had his own training material to fit his personality. Mm-hmm. And then he never looked back. Great story. Um, now, it's longer, but I don't want to get into that. And so, but I want to follow that up by talking with you about how we translate, mm-hmm. meaning how, in the, how do we get our wits about us like you did in the hotel, because I probably would have thrown something up in there. How do we get our wits about us for just that short period of time to be able to say, I, what is the lesson in this mm-hmm. moment? Right. And I love the story you just told about your East Coast friend, because what he was doing, uh, again, a few, a few minutes ago, I made the statement that every step we take gets us closer to or clearer about what we want to create. Mm-hmm. And what your friend did was uh, six months of learning how to get clear about how to create the outcome. And I would bet that what your friend is selling, whether it's a product or service or both, that what he is selling, he cares about, that he's got some passion behind bringing to his customers. And passion really is the emotional energy that drives being a creator. If what he experienced was all kinds of anxiety or fear, because it's anxiety and fear that is the emotional driver of the the victim orientation and reactivity, is that uh, he probably would have given up because, again, fight, flight, or freeze. If I'm experiencing anxiety, I'm going to have the tendency to either get the heck out of there or fight my way through it. And um, And so a big part of how we make the shift happen, how we uh, refocus in a moment like you were asking, is to ask the question, what do I really care about here? Right. What is it I really want? Uh, so back in the, to that hotel room, I mean, uh, what uh, uh, what I didn't want was the noise and to, to stay awake. Uh, but I focused on what do I want? And what I wanted was some peace and quiet and and in as peaceful a way of getting that as possible. And then when I thought about what are my baby steps, what I call baby steps, what what is it that I can do? And part of it was, okay, I can lay here for 15 minutes. And if the conditions don't change, then I'm going to take some more 
assertive action, but I'm not going to react by kind of going and pounding at the door because the, the chances are if I react in that way, uh, they're going to then react and I'm going to react to their reaction. And then we're off to the races in terms of all the reactivity. And and they would have seen me back to the dr- drama triangle. Certainly I was feeling victimized by them as persecutor. If I would go over and throw something at them or or yell at them or pound on the door, they feel that they would see themselves as victims and me as the persecutor. And then we get into this, you know, what I call victim, victim, who's the victim, uh, that we just we get into this cycle that's so hard to break. So part of it, a big part of it is to be able to stop what I call stand still and then shift our focus. What is it that uh, I really want to go after? What is it I want to create? Now, what is it not what? Is it that I want to react to? Because we're talking about energy and vibration, too. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, the bottom line is, if, you know, uh, if I'm having a show, uh, and, and actually this happened to me earlier in the week, if I'm having a show and it's really hard for me, every question... Every moment I say, wow, it was really hard to get that answer. Mm. The next question is hard, then the next one. And so that's what we carry forth, isn't it? I mean, if we take those no's personally. Now, let me just ask you this real quick, because this, I think, would be a great way to wrap up. Okay. And I don't suggest people do this. Do you know what this guy did? No. He went back to every account that he had. After that six months. And and he had down what he did, what he thought. And he went back, and I remember he said to me, he said, I went back to blah, blah, blah company, and I said, you know what? I was really new then. And he said, what I did was I assumed that I knew what your budget was. And he said, "I, I made a mistake, and I apologize to you for doing that. But I'm not new now, and I want you to know that I respect you and would love to do business with you. Mm-hmm. He closed 80% of the no's. Awesome. Because he went back and he shared with them what he had learned from his prior interaction with them. His boss was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. His bo- because you, do you do that? Right? I mean, yeah, we do it. But his boss was like, no, they're dead. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, where does that fit in? How would you describe him? And where does that fit in into the empowerment dynamic? Well, the... Uh, a very core model I mentioned earlier, given my corporate background, that having some sort of action planning tool is really critical. So this idea of dynamic tension, let me describe that quickly, and then I'll link it to your story, Okay. is in dynamic tension, we first and foremost focus on the outcome that we want to create. And then we have to then step back and say, if that's if so if I want to create um, and I want to make my numbers, I then need to accurately and uh, in almost a Zen-like manner, discern what's my current reality. What's Mm -hmm. my current reality in relation to what I want to create? And there are two basic components of current reality. What am I doing that supports that outcome that I want to continue to focus on and leverage? And what's going on in my current reality that inhibits my capacity to create that outcome? And what I would contend is that what your friend did was that he was making a lot of notes about uh, and his learnings about what he was doing that was inhibiting his ability to create that outcome. And again, I'm reading into it, but I suspect that one of the things that he was finding that supported outcomes in terms of getting sales was honesty, was integrity, was being straightforward with people. And then the third component of this idea of dynamic tension, first again being what's the outcome, second being what's my current reality, is what are the baby steps that I can take to begin to move from my current reality toward 
what it is that I want to create. And at some point, he must have gone, you know, I blew it the first time with them, but maybe a baby step, and it's and it's all about experimentation. Maybe I'll go back and talk to them and just share with them what I learned and uh, apologize for the assumptions that I had and just let them know that I've I've learned a lot since we last talked and see where that goes. Well, I have to tell you, you have done an amazing job with us today. I mean, Thank you. what I think that I learned and so is actually the power of the work you do, David. Thanks, I mean, Dr. because honestly, if we are really going to change and we're being asked to change every day, we really need to have the knowledge and the wisdom you shared. And for me, I have a lot of different ideas about how to share this with others. Moral of the story, in the scheme of things, and going back, he was offered 23 executive positions from these people that said no to the sale. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. And who knew that uh, all of this could be learned through the power of Ted? Thank you so much, David. My Thank you for joining here. us here today.